You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to lock into Divisional Weekend with You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I'm going to be honest with everybody. If you're out there listening and you don't like NFL Films music, you probably don't have a song. Sorry to be so harsh, but it's the truth. Okay, we will get to our best bets to close the show coming up 20 minutes from now. We'll also fill out the playoff bracket, determine who's going to be playing on Championship Sunday, thy royal prop king. So a lot to do in the final segment of the show coming up 20 minutes from now. But how about this? He was so awesome on the show last week, we had to have him back on this week. One of our absolute favorites here on You Better You Bet. Uh, And that is Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, our friend Jason Lockanfora. JLC is the host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, In the Huddle, also featuring friends of the show, Brian Baldinger, who will be on with us tomorrow on the Sunday edition of Countdown to Kickoff. And Carl Dukes, put him up! covering the entire National Football League. You can also catch JLC on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore and Odyssey Station, sports station in Baltimore, as uh, one of the co-hosts of their show in Afternoon Drive on Twitter at Jason Lockanfora. JLC, welcome back. Nick and Ken, happy divisional weekend in the National Football League, my friend, to you and yours. Same to you. And, yeah, if that if – that... Uh, music doesn't get you going, then I don't know. I, we really probably can't be friends. So, <laughs> yes, so some might horns. as well just get that. Let's, let's get that right. squared away right up, right at the onset. <laughs> burner, burner. Yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, Jason, I want to start. Obviously, get your full thoughts on today's two games. I actually want to start with the night game, and I want to do that because I, I want to okay. give you a lot of credit. You're you're like the guy who came on the show last week. You're the only one. Who was basically like, not only do you like the Packers against the spread against the Cowboys last week, you're like, I believe the word you used was, ex- or the word term was extremely frisky. I believe was how you described the Packers last week. Like, basically, he's telling everybody, look, like, this game could get really weird. Like, I really believe the Packers can be live in this game. And you were right. Like, they slammed Dallas in the game. And so I'm curious, because it, you kind of came up with that opinion last week before the game, how you feel about the Packers this week. I think a lot of us are kind of like, hey, that was great. We like San Francisco. We think this is going to be much different. Do you share that opinion? Are you on the Packers again here? It's about a a 10-point favorite total 50 and a half. Yeah. Well, look, I didn't think the Packers were going to beat them that comprehensively, but I definitely made a lot of money on Packers' money line last week. Um, Honestly, my preferred game script was I wanted them to be down. We may even talk about this. I wanted them to be down by a touchdown at the half, and then I was going to go, like, blotto, halftime Packers money line. Like that's really like, that was my dream script. Like let's have that fraud McCarthy. Keep it close for 30 minutes, baby. That's all. God, I man, mean. it wasn't and enough. I'm, it wasn't enough that that's a one Packers money line. You need more, man. I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't my preferred script. Uh, 
I'll tell you how I bet this game. Um, I, I jumped on Packers minus uh, plus 10 and over 49 and a half. I, I bet this game pretty good very early in the week. Did a lot. Started doing homework on this game before this game was official. Uh, and so I was ready to go. Those numbers look good to me. You know, as it stands now, I still really like the over. Um, I haven't been inclined to play the point spread again. But I think the Packers are going to – like the Packers average 25 points a game on the road. Like even if it requires garbage time, you know, even if it's it's um, outside the sort of normal run of, of play while this is a competitive game. And I do think it will be a competitive game. But regardless, I see them getting there. And as I drilled down on everything else, given the Packers' deficiencies in the in the secondary, um, given their struggles with tight ends and really defending the, the middle quadrants of the field no matter what, um, and them having to play again, right, and travel again while San Francisco – we know all the creature comfort championships. I, I think San Francisco, right, they average a little over 27 a game. Like, I think they're getting there. So I'm not a math wizard, you know, but I think this game is played in the 50s. I think both these quarterbacks get off. Um, I, I still think, for me, the Jordan Love numbers are too low. I think we're getting carried away with last week and what happened. I don't think this is going to be that same game script. Jordan Love's going to have to throw the ball more than 20 times this week. Like, I'm sorry. And he's still going to find some matchups he likes. And I'm not in love with the nickel package of the 49ers. You know, and and I like I've heard people say, well, boy, the 49ers only give up 41 yards a game to running backs. Yeah, because nobody ran the like. Yeah, when you're when you're up on everybody, there's no volume there. And I know Armstead's coming back, but he hasn't played in a while. So like, I'm gonna be watching that very closely early. Like, if Armstead isn't an immediate difference maker for me, like I'm already in on some Aaron Jones stuff, but I'm gonna go in on it some more because I, I think they can run the ball off right tackle against these guys all day long, and I think they can run it up the gut unless Armstead proves me wrong. So, I mean, if you want, you know, nine, nine and a half or, or whatever, like if, if you made me take a side, I would still take those points for Green Bay. But more than anything else, guys, I, I just think there's there's gold in them, their hills. There's points in them, their secondaries. And I think both these quarterbacks, right, I, I, I wouldn't fade either of these quarterbacks. I think they both can go over their their passing totals. All right, and JLC on the over in the game coming up tonight, 50 and a half with San Francisco and Green Bay. Let's work our way backwards, Jason, to your neck of the woods, and I'd love for you to share the anecdote that you told us uh, off air before before we came on the air, right? Because you live in the area, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, And Jason's on, on 107, uh, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, afternoon drive, weekdays. So he lives there. He, he knows what the weather is because he's there. So t- tell us what the weather's like there, quite literally, because you know, because you live there. Yeah, and then your mind, thoughts yeah, on I the mean, game: nine and a half, forty-three and a half, Jason, with the Ravens and the Texans. Yes, I just came in that back kitchen door a few minutes ago from uh, out at a youth basketball practice. Like it's January in Baltimore; it's a little cold. Uh, it's sunny. It's not too windy. I mean, again, I, I, I you know, these forecasters often uh, leave me wanting more. But it, it sounds like we're talking about 12, 14-mile-an-hour winds, the occasional wind burst. But I'm not inclined to think weather's going to really change a whole lot here. Um, this is a team that is a cold-weather team. It's, it's built for outdoor football. They can throw the ball outdoors. Um, the quarterback, I get it. He's from South Florida, this and that. But uh, – I don't think they're changing their spots. I don't think anything's changing about their game script. 
You know, I'm trying to get into the Todd Munkin's head, their offensive coordinator. And like the way they've won games all year, especially at home, is that they want to get the 30 points on you as fast as humanly possible, especially if they think you're actually a threat to them and a threat to their defense, which has some vulnerabilities stopping the run. But again, much like San Francisco, it doesn't show up because who, who's who's in the game? What good team is in the game long enough to keep running the ball on the Ravens? They've got to keep up with Lamar and Munkin. So the thing I love most about this game, gentlemen, is, is the over. And the Ravens at home against playoff teams, game totals, 75, 68, 64, 44, 35, week one against Houston. This game ain't going to be like that. You know, um, you look at what the Ravens have done on early downs, week 10 to week 17, first down passing, Lamar Jackson, 10.1 yard, uh, yards per attempt, second. Uh, he's sixth in total attempts on first down during that span. I stopped at week 17 because he didn't play in week 18 against Pittsburgh, completing almost 70% of his passes, sixth first down touchdown, second in the league, 119.8 passer rating. Not too shabby. Uh, last four weeks of the season, you want to know who had the most first down play action dropbacks in the NFL? I'll tell you, Lamar Jackson, 51, one more than Joe Flacco. Like, I don't think that's changing. That's who they are. Go back and watch the Miami game and look at the first play of the game. Under center, sells play action hard, bam, 50-yard bomb to Bateman that he should have caught. Like, that, that's, that's the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think that's changing today, and they're going against the secondary that's not good against play action, and that has, uh... Struggled defending tight ends, and yeah, Andrews isn't playing, but they've still got two tight ends here. Uh, and that was 27th in the league in yards per attempt, and the Ravens are a chunk play offense. And when they sell play action, especially when they sell it under center, with that quarterback and with their history running the ball, and, and this is an inexperienced Texans team on the road, I just think that's a mismatch. I still think Stroud will get his. Um, but Vegas has priced these games weird all year. Like the average Ravens home game closed just over 42 points and produced 50, right? That plus seven margin is one of the biggest home margins in the NFL. And I think they've underpriced this as well. Um, I think Stroud, I mean, I, I think both teams get to 24 here. Like, I think this is a 31-24, 30-24 type game. Um, both these teams are equipped, I think, to hurt the other one. And remember, no Marlon Humphrey for the Ravens. So they're now one five-minute equipment delay, somebody changing their cleats, Somebody changing their helmet from Rocky Sin as a starting boundary corner for them. And, like, I'm just telling you, like, they're a great defense, but if you've watched Marcus Williams on film, he's playing with one arm. He can't wrap up. Like, I, I can't imagine they're not attacking him. They're not going to attack Ronald Darby early. Like, I, I think they're going to attack this secondary. Kyle Hamilton hasn't played in a while. Where is he going to be deployed? Like, I think there's points here, gentlemen. I mean, that's. Those are two really, really, really good game break. I, I don't know if you'll be right, Jason, but if you are right, there's going to be two banger football games today with like a ton of points being scored yeah. and maybe like maybe the, the underdogs, maybe not live to win, but maybe they are, or at least like getting theirs, as you like to say, offensively. We uh we have two games left that we'd love to have. I, I would love two game breakdowns like that. It would be amazing. We only have about four minutes left, so maybe like 90 seconds per here to just to do Sunday's games. And like I, I love the thoughts on those two. Hopefully we can do two more here. Detroit six against Tampa, the early game tomorrow, total 50, in about a minute, 90 seconds, just your favorite bets here for this game. Yeah, I, I like the over in this in this Detroit Tampa game as well. Like some of Jared Goff's best outdoor passing ever came against this Bucks defense, and I don't want to go crazy from one game to the next. And the previous game doesn't, you know, meeting doesn't always buy you the same strip. But 
I, I can't imagine that at home against that same secondary that they don't take aim. And look, Baker Mayfield's got reverse splits. He's better on the road than home. They're still giving you really good value on him to throw two touchdown passes. He's doing it pretty much every game. Um, I still like that. I think the Lions can be exploited in the slot. You know, tight end. I would do a $10 tight end parlay on, like, over yards on all these guys. Except for Buffalo, where with the two of them, maybe not. But uh, I think that's an over game. I don't have a strong opinion on on the side in that Tampa-Detroit game. Um, And I like the under in Kansas City-Buffalo. They played under games. Uh, pretty recently, the unders 24 and 12 with these two teams. I think they both want to run the ball. The Bills have run the ball over 52% of the time since they made the coordinator switch. I don't think that's changing here. Pacheco didn't play in the first game. If you really study Andy Reid's breakdowns run pass ratio last year, starting with the emergence of Pacheco around like week nine, his percentages were already headed in this direction in last year's offense. Now he's it's a three-man offense. So I'm riding Rice, I'm riding Kelsey, and I'm riding Pacheco. Um, I lean to the Bills' money line, but I think it's an under game. A couple more minutes here with Jason Lockhan for uh, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider with Nick and Ken. You better, you bets. Countdown to kick off. Jason, in the time we have remaining, like really quick lightning rounds, like 15 to 20 seconds per answer, Bill Belichick will end up as the head coach of what football team next season? And you can also give the answer if you don't think he'll be a head coach next season in the NFL if you'd like as well. 15 seconds on the clock. I think he's the best fit with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I am far from convinced that the Philadelphia Eagles won't blow out Nick Sirianni if they back channel enough to think that Belichick would take it with maybe not the entire staff he'd want to bring. I think there'd have to be a little bit of a, of a massaging there. But I think Philadelphia would be the best fit. Jim Harbaugh will coach where next season? This could, Michigan could be an answer. Ann Arbor, He's Michigan. A, it's Michigan. It's a Michigan for JLC. Uh, Jason, what else do you feel most confident in? The one thing you feel most confident in on the coaching carousel is what and why in 15 seconds? I think Mike Vrabel is the next head coach of the Seattle Seahawks or the Chargers. Um, he's got a strong relationship with John Schneider. The other place obviously has Justin Herbert. Um, but I, I think he's getting one of those two jobs. I also believe strongly Ben Johnson is the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. That's something that we've heard a lot also, Johnson to the Commanders. Maybe Arthur Smith would be uh, Vrabel's offensive coordinator for Justin Maybe. Herbert. I actually, I actually, I like Arthur Smith as a coordinator, just not as a head coach. Jason, we love when you come on the show. He's, he's amazing. Thank he's a suspense for all the games. Yeah. He's great. Uh, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle. Be sure to check it out. 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Afternoon Drive on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. My friend, enjoy the games this weekend. Good luck with all the bets. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yes. Throw the damn ball, Ravens. What a a mensch, our guy Jason Lock and Fora. It's amazing. It's amazing. That was really good. I just strong opinions on all the games. Like overs, this he and you kind of shared it. Overs across the board, almost it sounds like. On the other side, we'll give you our strong opinions for the games. We'll start saying who we think is going to play on Championship Sunday, then thy royal prop king, and then it's best bets to close the show. You're listening to You Better You Bet countdown to kickoff on Divisional Weekend on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.